So the benefits of really dressing up is one, it can really improve your image. Hey guys, I'm AJ. I'm Rini. And welcome to TFA Talk Show. So today we have Marion all the way from the Philippines. And her design career took off when she garnered fifth place as a finalist for the Fashion Design Council of the Philippines National Design Competition held in Manila. From there, she began exhibiting her collection, entertained editorial work, and freelance as a bridal designer. Welcome, Marion. Hi, everyone. Thank you again for inviting me to TFA. And this is really a pleasure. And it's not really my first time interviewing, I mean, for freelancers in Asia, but definitely my first time for my Singaporean friends out there. How can freelancers ensure a professional and presentable image? It depends on also on the industry that you're in. So in this case, if you belong to the corporate world, and of course you transitioned to freelancing and going at it full-time as, for example, entrepreneur, mm. it depends on the people that you are presenting to. So if you want to be in a casual meeting, you can definitely go with casual wear and maybe semi-formal at times. So you can don on pants, you can don on your favorite shirt or just be in a casual setting or environment like a cafe meeting. That will do. So other than that, if it's a meeting that involves being with actives, I think the best way to do it is to be formal, the same as the ones that you're meeting. So this can be done through blazers or slacks and then having an, a long sleeve worn under it as a way to be comfortable. So it depends really on who you are meeting at mm. that time. But in the freelancing world, there's really no fast or hard rule when mm. it comes to doing that because it's already given that it is informal. Right. And I assume a lot of people in freelancing are creative professionals or a bulk are in the creative industry. So it doesn't really give you a gauge as to there's no formal way to mm. dress as a freelancer as long as possibly you have set the rules yourself on how to be comfortable also in front of them. So what are the benefits in dressing up? Like you mentioned that, you know, there's no hard and fast rule. And, you know, if we're in the creative space, we are free to dress however we want. What are the benefits of like dressing up compared to like just go out with our plain shirt and maybe shorts and slippers, for example? Yeah. So the benefits of really dressing up is one, it can really improve your image. It's like putting your website out there wherein you have your own online brochure and this is how you look. This is how you present. Number two, it's your branding. It's your image as a professional and how you want to be taken. If you're Gary Vaynerchuk, you are good with a t-shirt and a pants, being in a panel of a thousand other enthusiasts or fans or audience. So that's how he presents himself. If you are a person who wants to dress up in a way that's formal, it really projects an image wherein you are this person who, cannot, who should be taken seriously mm-hmm. and you are there for work. And sometimes the way you dress is also the way you tell the world that this is who you are and this is how you feel comfortable in front of other people. That's the best accessory that you can ever wear outside of your house and when you meet people. So once you're comfortable, that will define the rest of how you walk, how you talk, how you approach everybody else. And for other people, they want to be full of colors perhaps, Mm. or they want to address themselves as somebody 
who is not to be taken really seriously. So they possibly have to do a lot of nail polish with their hands. So that mm. means that they are a bright person mm. or they wanted to dress with, in this case, they wanted to dress full of colors. So that also tells you their bubbly personality. Right. If somebody dresses in a way that toned down in color, It also shows that they can be a minimalist, for example, if they keep wearing white. Or those who want black don't want to be bothered at all based on people who work in tech. <laughs> that is, but black is a universal color for many yes. creatives too. There is really no plain explanation why they want that. But as far as I've also seen in my readings, creatives want to wear black because it shows them behind that creative brain and also chaotic life as a as a creative they want to tone down yes. through dressing black that's what i've known so far <laughs> so it's become an art if we are going for like first meeting or first meet up with potential client per se what are some of the colors that you can tell us what are the colors to avoid during the first meeting so if it's corporate wear i I suggest that you don't wear anything that is overly bright. If possible, try to go with the neutrals like light gray or dark gray, black, white. And then also, there's also a good one that we can have like this type of blue, royal blue or mm. navy blue. That's mm-hmm. a really good color for interviews too. And then personally also in my end, I've also tried mixing very dark colors for my pants. And then also at the top, something that is bright but also not as flashy as a highlighter color <laughs> mm. yeah so they work well especially mm. they are three-fourth jackets all the way from here mm. and mm-hmm. just have an enclosed v-neck cut that's not too deep you can also have those high long sleeves that have bows for the neck part right. on the neckline they, you can also wear that other than that of course blazers are the natural language of corporate wear And that's also possible. Other than the things that you need to avoid, don't go in rubber shoes unless it's really needed. You can also stop wearing, you can stop wearing clothes that are also revealing to people and it might be offensive to some other cultures. For men's wear, usually they go with still the same. You don't mm. you don't have to be flashy when you right. wear for an interview, mm. but what I've seen is people wear long sleeve that are still neutral in tone. If right. you want mm. you can also have print which includes stripes, a bit of symbols that are repeated all over with tone down color, like for example dots in small quantities but mm. they're all over the print. That can also be done. And checkered ones are also feasible as long as they are light to the eyes mm. and they are not, they don't look like cowboy types of <laughs> <laughs> checkered look or the ones that are in Northern Europe where right. they wear checkered that is heavily red and black. It's not good for corporate wear. Mm. It's too much. It's too right. revealing and it is, it's not appropriate for the situation. Okay, right. Maybe you can share with us like a guide, like a color guide. For example, let's say, you know, for freelancers, we meet a lot of clients, like it could be a B2B or like it could be a B2C. So then what is the appropriate color palette that we should follow if let's say mm-hmm. we're going to meet a corporate client compared to like we're meeting maybe like another small business. So it's, it's different. And also like depending on like if you're meeting for a creative kind of 
setting or is it more of like okay like a very serious kind of tone so maybe you can advise us on the color palettes that we should choose depending on how serious that first meeting could be yeah based also on personal experience when it comes to going for corporate wear and meeting b2b clients i usually go with tuxedo and blazers with the same color if possible do not have a varied upper and a lower color so they right. should be at least similar already in tone so if you mm-hmm. have a dark gray pants go with a lighter gray top mm-hmm. which is long sleeve as well mm-hmm. and then you can tone that down with a white button up shirt that's mm-hmm. also feasible So other than that if it's semi semi casual you can go with wearing button down with a blazer on but a dress inside it which is lower than your knee at least 1 inch mm-hmm. to 2 inches lower than your knee for hem size that can also be done and then of course you can wear high heels but at least for heels go with usually that's 1 and 1/2 inch all the way to 2 don't go mm-hmm. beyond that That's right. too high already. And if possible, close shoes for this one. Don't mm. reveal your toes. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, close shoes, don't reveal your toes. And then it can still be a strap on sandal, but right. not the ones that are used for prom. Mm. That's too high already. Mm. Is there <laughs> any reason why, like, why is it better not to show our toes? Or is there any reason behind it? For the it's always been a standard when it comes to going to interviews wherein you wear stilettos that are closed. Other than that, actually that is the standards, closed stilettos for interviews. But in this case, since it's semi-casual, you can wear a strap closed shoe still. But there is really actually boundary between wearing a closed shoe or a non-closed shoe. But in this case, we assume that With a closed shoe, it means that you are in a serious environment. Professional. You are also talking to professionals. It's not mm-hmm. a fashion show. It's mm-hmm. not something you go for that actually asks you to be fashionable. You have a different yeah. engagement to be there. So that also signifies that. And then if possible, wear your nail polish should be in skin tone. Right. Or mm-hmm. not colored at all or mm-hmm. none at all. Mm. for this one and then of right. course do a bit of makeup if you want not overly done mm. and then not also the ones that you see on YouTube that are for <laughs> YouTube glasses they are really for art's sake and yep. entertainment so right. in this way you can at least tone down your the color of your lips for example some people really use red yeah. but mm. that's not a problem at all some people use light brown or somewhere near to their color mm. and then other than that Light blush of red mm. is also used for the cheeks part, mm. but as opposed to what I've said, just don't go overboard right. because sometimes it really does affect how interviewers get you, mm. and then of course confidence bring it to the table. For freelance, it really depends with freelancers because in my case, <laughs> I meet clients not really mm. for B two B, but I try to go with casual wear. Still, but not in a way that I'm wearing shorts. I wear pants. Yeah. And then, because of course, being a creative as well, people judge you with what you wear, even if it's a casual conversation or casual yep. meeting. Mm-hmm. No matter how much confident you are, sometimes people look at the behavioral and also mm-hmm. the physical before they yes. even get you or put you on board as part of their team or hire you. So yep. it also affects. 
So still, again, don't be too revealing when it comes to meeting clients. Uh, thank you so much, Mara. I think your sharing has enlightened us in a different level, not just in appearance-wise and like fashion-wise. Maybe you could share with us how can our viewers and listeners connect with you? Sure. So on my case, for all of you to be able to connect with me, you can go to mariansolon.com. That's M-A-R-I-O-N-S-O-L-O-N dot C-O-M. And then you can also connect with me with Instagram to the same handle, Marion Salon, M-A-R-I-O-N-S-O-L-O-N. For Twitter, we are also there. We are engaging with everybody who comes across our way. So for Twitter, that's M-S underscore F-D-S. We are using our initials. And we are also in Telegram. But other than that, you can always go back to our website to possibly get in touch with us. Thank you so much for being on board with us. And for those of you who enjoy our content, do follow us on our social media platform on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Telegram, Facebook, as well as LinkedIn at The Freelancers Academy. Mm-hmm.